Welcome to the And Just Like That Sex in the City Fans podcast. I created this podcast for Sex in the City fans just like you who love Carrie Bradshaw and are super excited to binge out on this new HBO Max series And Just Like That. Let's watch the new chapter of Sex in the City and Just Like That and talk about fashion, love, relationships, and life in New York City. Hi, I'm Dimple Dang. I am your host. I'm a marketing expert, a podcast coach, and a podcaster. And let's get this party started. For all my Sex and City fans out there, were you as excited for episode one of And Just Like That, the new Sex and the City revival series on HBO Max? I was super excited and I decided I wanted to do a podcast on this because this is a fun topic and I do have other shows but this is just something fun. And I really am such a big Sex and the City fan. And I love Carrie Bradshaw. And I mean, who doesn't? She's absolutely fabulous. So we're going to talk about what happened on episode one for those of you that missed it. And for those of you that actually did watch it, we're going to analyze some parts of what happened on episode one. And I would love to hear your opinion. So In the opening, of course, it starts off, they're at a fabulous upscale Manhattan restaurant that's happening. And of course, Carrie Bradshaw looks amazing. And she's got this beautiful hat on with this pink feathers hanging out of it and looks fabulous as usual. And you see her with Charlotte and you see Miranda, but there's somebody missing from the Four Musketeer crew. There's no Samantha. And where is Samantha? So in the restaurant across the hall, there is Bitsy McMuffin. And Bitsy McMuffin yells, oh my God, is that you? And then she comes over to the group and she says, oh, where's Samantha? And Charlotte says, she's no longer with us. And the look on Bitsy's face was like, oh my God, like, is she gone? So luckily, Miranda clarified that because on Charlotte's part, the way that she said it, it did not come out right. I think anyone would have thought the same thing. Like, oh, is Miranda like no longer here, here? She's gone. Samantha no longer here. Like, so what really happened to her? So according to Carrie, Carrie said that after Carrie fired her as her publicist, basically Samantha fired her as her friend. And even though Carrie tried to make things right, she tried to call her several times and, and connect with her. And even the other girls, Miranda and Charlotte, tried to reach out to Samantha as well, but she didn't respond. And they suggested that Carrie should reach out and maybe she'll respond, which Carrie did, but she did not respond. So the story is that Samantha moved to London. So now the end, just like that series, will not have Samantha. So we're going to miss all the sexcapades and all of the interesting men that she dates that are 20 years younger than her. But who knows? Maybe she'll change her mind and make a special appearance on season two. Never know. But the interesting thing is that Carrie said that she thought that the four of them would be friends forever. And the interesting thing about friendship is you just don't know because sometimes people get offended so easily or they take things the wrong way. They take things that the way that they want to take them, the way that they are thinking about it. And I was going to ask you guys, have you ever had a friend and you thought they were a really good friend, but maybe you viewed them that way, but did they view you the same way? And some friendships are just not meant to be forever. 
And I think the older that we get, we have to realize that and we have to let go of certain people because they don't align with who we are. And and maybe, you know, in this case, Samantha and Carrie were not in alignment anymore. And that's why they're not friends. But I have to say, I did love Samantha and I'm going to miss her because she was very entertaining. So we'll have to see how the season is going to be entertaining without her. But, you know... I think that they're still quite hilarious. So to give you guys an update on the rest of the crew. So obviously, Carrie's married to Mr. Big. And actually, I was pleasantly surprised to see that she's still with him because we all know how much of a commitment phobic he was in the movie where he didn't show up to the altar. That was like that moment where I watched it and... I was crying. I don't know if you guys were crying, but that moment, it was just so sad and I felt so bad for her. But I was so happy to see that Carrie is with Mr. Big because for some reason, I always wanted them to be together and I waited so long for them to be together and then they are together. But you guys, what happened in episode one was nothing that I think any of us expected. So just like that, Mr. Big was gone. All right, so let's talk about what really happened. So Charlotte's daughter, Lily, was having a piano recital, and it was at the Manhattan School of Music, and she really wanted Carrie to be there, and Carrie's like, well, I have to go to the Hamptons with Mr. Big. I don't know if I can make it. And she asked Mr. Big if they could change their plans, and he said, okay. So she left Mr. Big, and Mr. Big was at home, and she went to the recital. And while she was at the recital, Mr. Big was on his Peloton. And we all know from before that Mr. Big had some issues with his heart. He was in the hospital in previous episodes of Sex and the City, and he's going really hard on this Peloton. He's just like going and going, and maybe it's the sexy instructor that keeps him like, hey, let's go. But he overdid it, or I don't know what happened, but I mean, he obviously had issues. But it was just so sad to see that while they're at the recital, and Lily's playing the piano, and she is just absolutely amazing that at the same time, Mr. Big gets off the Peloton, he walks to the shower, and before he walks into the shower, he sends a text to Carrie, and then his phone falls in the shower, and he is clenching his heart, and he falls to the ground. And I'm like, oh no, because I heard rumors. You guys, I heard rumors. Mr. Big may die on this series, but did they really have to do it in episode one? I mean, I really wanted to see them together. Like that love story, right? I wanted to see them spend time. They're like my favorite couple. So I was a little disappointed. I bet you guys were too. Just like that, like Mr. Big was gone. And I'm like, no. And then Carrie comes into the apartment. She calls for him. She can't find him. Um, finally, she sees him on the ground and... I don't understand this. I don't understand why she didn't go run and grab her phone. So, like, why didn't she just call 911? And she literally went and she held him and she was sobbing and she was emotional, but she didn't call 911. And I'm thinking, why didn't she call 911? And I think that's the question that everyone else is thinking about too, because she could have grabbed her phone, ran back to him, still been with him and still called 911, right? But 
that's going to be the big mystery. But if you guys have any thoughts on that, I'm going to be putting the Facebook groups and pages here and you guys can share your thoughts on that. And you guys can also make sure that you subscribe to my podcast because you're not going to want to miss out on any episodes. And if you do know other Sex in the City fans that, you know, your, that are your friends that, you know, are going to love watching this or listening to it or they missed it, make sure that you tell them about my show because they're going to love it. All right. So let's let's go on. So what else happened on episode one? Well, the other interesting thing that I noticed is that Miranda went to a bar at like 10.45 a.m. in the morning and she's trying to order a drink. And it's like, isn't that a little early? Maybe not Maybe not in New York City, but I didn't see her do that in previous episodes. So Miranda, she leaves Big Law and she's kind of like dedicating her life to like, you know, the kids and things like that. But it's just, she's just a little strange in this one, you know? Like she goes to this um, class and she walks in and she tries to sit down somewhere and the guy's like, oh, I'm sorry, this is where the professor is going to sit. And she's like, oh, okay, no worries. So she goes and sits somewhere else. So another female comes in, a female of color with long, beautiful braids. And it's interesting. So she automatically assumes, well, she can't be the, the professor. So she says to her, oh, that seat is for the professor. And so she's like, I am the professor. And I just thought that was funny because I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I mean, Miranda, like, what are you doing? And then she kept talking. And the more she talked, the more she dug herself deeper into a hole. And it, it came across as she has issues with like race or something. And I don't know. But I'm sure if you guys see it, you'll you'll know what I'm talking about. And then it's funny. She runs into her professor at the train station and she's just like trying to redeem herself. And the professor's like on the phone with her boyfriend and she's like, oh my God, she's here. I have to go. I cannot, I can't talk to you right now. And so just as Miranda steps up to her to have a conversation, there's like a band in the in the subway station and they start playing really loud. And Miranda is still continuing to talk over the band, thinking that she can have this conversation when the professor actually heard nothing. And that was just like, what is she doing? We don't know. Okay, so let's talk about Charlotte. Charlotte, of course, is Charlotte. So nothing's changed there. And She's got, you know, the kids and she's like, of course, they have to grow up to be accomplished and they have to do piano and they have to wear Oscar de la Renta dresses. So Lily was good with, with the outfit that Charlotte picked out, but Rose hated the dress and she's like, why do I have to wear this dress? So she's still trying to dress the kids and, you know, they're a little bit older now. They should be able to pick out their own clothes. But I think for her, she needs a hobby. She needs a project. She needs somebody to work on and she needs something to do. And she needs to be like the good little wife and the homemaker. And that's just Charlotte. And by the way, okay, so I'm going to rewind a little bit. Let's talk about Carrie is on a podcast. So that is really cool to me because I love podcasting. This is not my only show. I've got a couple of other shows. One's called Mesmerizing Marketing and the other one is called Podcast Launch Strategy. So you guys can check them out. But what's interesting is that 
you know, Carrie's got this podcast, but she's not totally comfortable with the questions that she's getting asked on there. And what's interesting, so before she's like, oh, I used to, you know, do Instagram just for fun, but now I'm on a podcast. Well, yeah. So now it's like, hmm, it's getting real and you are not just doing it for fun, but it's like, you've got a podcast boss, as she said. And what's interesting is Carrie also described the podcast by saying, oh, I have to go do a podcast. It's just like jury duty now. So that's interesting because (laughs) I don't know if she's enjoying it at this point, but throughout the season, she's going to get much better at it from what I can tell. So that is interesting. But on the podcast, they asked her about some sexual topics of what she does and doesn't do. And she really was not comfortable talking about it in detail. And in future episodes, you will see her get called out and they're going to say, hey, you need to get your social media numbers up and you need to be promoting this podcast. So if you're a podcaster and you're listening to this or a future podcaster, just know a podcast show does not grow itself. You do have to promote it and you have to promote it on social media. You have to promote it on Instagram. And, you know, you'll see like after she lost Mr. Big, I mean, of course, like she's not really in a position to focus on that. And that is not the priority. So what else happened? Well, the closet, let's talk about the closet. So Carrie's closet, still amazing, of course. And she still calls her shoe collection, hello lovers. And so what's interesting is she picked out the shoes that she wore when she married Mr. Big. And they were the royal blue with gemstones, gorgeous Manalo Blahniks. So what's interesting in this episode, too, with Miranda, Miranda used to be a redhead, if you guys remember, and now she's a blonde, although in in the show she's saying that, oh, I have gray hair, I'm rocking my gray hair, but it really looks blondish to me. So she's got a new look, and she's also seems to have a new perspective in life, and that perspective is a little bit like, hmm, why is she trying to to drinks during the daytime all the time? So I think there might be a little bit of underlying issues where she's not happy in her life and she's trying to cover that up with alcohol. And that's what that seems like to me. And then we've got um, a new character on the show, Lisa. So we'll see what happens with her. It'll be interesting to see. All right. And then in the next episode, we're going to talk about how Carrie really is dealing with the loss of Mr. Big, but more so, how is Charlotte dealing with the loss of Mr. Big? So make sure you tune into episode two because it is going to be a quite interesting one as well. And I hope you guys enjoyed this and make sure you check out the show notes to join my communities that I'm creating and Facebook pages for the show and the podcast. They may be updated. If you don't see them right away, just check back um, because they might be updated in a day or so. But make sure if I have any communities and you guys want to be involved in sharing your thoughts on the series and just like build that community with other viewers and talk about it together, I think that would be so much fun. So I'm going to be creating those communities for you. And I've been thinking about doing a Facebook private group too for, for people. But let me know what you think. Let me know if you want me to do that. All right, you guys. I hope you guys really enjoyed the first episode about 
and just like that fans podcast where we talk about all things that happen on this series and if you guys haven't checked out the series it airs every thursday on hbo max and you can stream the previous episode so definitely go check it out but i have to say even though the first episode was kind of a downer and then i was just like why did they have to do it on episode one so I have to say, like on the entire season, it looks like it's going to be interesting. Anthony started a Hot Fellas baked goods business and they show a scene of one of the hot guys from Hot Fellas baked goods carrying Harry. And it looks like that was an interesting moment. And then there's going to be a scene where Chloe is calling out Carrie about her podcast and she's saying, your podcast numbers suck. You haven't posted in weeks. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed the first episode of And Just Like That Fans podcast. And please share the show with everyone else. And I will see you guys on episode two. Thank you for listening to the And Just Like That Fans podcast. If you're enjoying this podcast, please leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts. I would be truly grateful and promise to release more content for you guys. And if you have a friend that loves Carrie Bradshaw and the new series and just like that, make sure you share my podcast with them and subscribe on Apple Podcasts so you're the first to know about new episodes. If Carrie Bradshaw has inspired you to launch your own podcast, make sure you check out the show notes to learn more about my Launch Your Podcast Masterclass and join my private Facebook community and follow us on all of our social media handles. The details are going to be in the show notes. You can go directly to the podcast website, www.andjustlikethatbandspodcast.com to listen to all the episodes. I will see you guys next time.